Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He's like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Riley. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon Dreisler on the right circle! No risk, no game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action! This is NHL overtime! This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisler. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America-wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed.
Bob Stauffer joining you. Uh, we pay homage. That one, uh, Ithaca Bass Band. We got Jack Michaels coming up a little bit later on. Noiters now. He went to Ithaca College and out of Ithaca, New York. That is X Ambassadors. You know the song, hugely popular, unsteady. Uh, multiple uh, singers have tried to do that as well. That is a, just an awesome tune. Sam Harris and Casey Harris, uh, two thirds of the band. Sam Harris is the lead singer. Casey Harris has been blind uh, since birth. He is uh, the pianist and uh, keyboards and backing vocals for X Ambassadors. This is Oilers Now. We are indeed in unsteady times and uncharted times. Um, moving forward here, not knowing necessarily what's going to happen with the National Hockey League. There is a lot going on, to say the least. This is Oilers Now, noon to 2 on 6.30 Chet, 6.30 Chet, the play-by-play voice of the Edmonton Oilers and the Edmonton Eskimos. Coming up on our show today for Digitex, buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. We have an NHL draft lottery tonight, and we're closing in on the hub cities. The story yesterday, Vancouver at least temporarily out. This shows how fluid the situation has gone. Uh, Monday, Tuesday of uh, this week, a lot of people thought Vancouver and Vegas were slam dunks. Well, Vegas has seen a uh, a real run here over the course of the last week, and it's not a good one. Uh, Nevada has over 2,700 new cases, and... Um, the numbers speak for themselves. I mean, uh, they've got some significant challenges. I know I tweeted a story out of Nevada. Uh, again, I've got a couple of friends that live there. They are concerned that they have sort of a, a, a new sort of mutation of the virus that is making it uh, a virus that spreads even more than they originally envisioned. So there's lots going on. I'm not sure if the vote's going to come. I can tell you, as of right now, there has been no vote by NHL players on return to play. It may be tied to a CBA extension as well. Uh, we're going to hook up with Mark Spector and Elliot Friedman in the first hour of the show, kind of to discuss a bit what's going on. Obviously, the rate's completely different between you know a market like Edmonton and granted, there have been over 350 positive tests in the first 25 days in June, but there's been 46,500 uh, tests done, which uh, keeps it below a 0.8% positivity rate. Just three deaths in the province, or sorry, in Edmonton here over the course of the last 56 days or so. So uh, very different situation. Uh, the players are going to have a huge say in this. A lot of players, my guess, their preference would be to play in Vegas. But at some point here, you would think with COVID-19, logic would dictate that health should matter a little. So we'll talk a bit about that coming up with Mark Spector and Elliot Freeman in the first hour of the show, second hour of the show, Louis DeBrusque and Jack Michaels. Cody Jansen is in for Brendan Escott, who's wrapping up his uh, one-week uh, stay away from the show. We'll tell you, you can reach us at any time on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. River Cree back up and at them with over 1,350 slot machines. Uh, they do not have ta- table games yet. But we will tell you that the main casino floor is now 100% smoke-free and open at the River Cree Resort Casino Excitement. Bet on it. Uh, by the way, tonight, uh, the state of Nevada goes into mandatory mass. And, and you know, I think we all know Americans. They love their personal freedoms. And there's been some, you know, Florida and Texas really opened things up. And now it's kind of biting them back here. And... Uh, 
on a level that's completely different than what we've experienced in Canada and in the province of Alberta, which continues to test by far the most of any province uh, in Canada. You can text us at any time on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Ashley Fine Floors ready for your kids' pregame warm-up. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore Starfer. Cody Jansen is back in the 630 Chad Studios. Cody, we're going to bring you in for all of eight seconds. How are you doing and how do people reach you on Twitter? Hey, doing great, Bob. Uh, at Janner31 on Twitter. There you go. Straight into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings at Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Well, we had a, a big-time show yesterday. We had the great one, Wayne Gretzky, on the show. Kevin Lowe, now in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Brian Burke, who's a regular Thursday contributor, and Edmonton sporting icon, George LaRock. Let's get to some of that audio right now. Kevin Lowe had this to say on being a leader for the Oilers, star-studded team back in the day. It started with Lee Fogelin and, and, you know, going way back with guys like Al Hamilton and Ron Chipperfield and B.J. McDonald. I mean, we, we were so blessed to have at the earliest stages of, of our careers in the NHL, you know, wonderful people. And, um, and then, uh, you know, eventually Lee became captain and, of course, uh, well documented. He stepped down and handed the captaincy to, to Wayne. So as, as we became a... A, a cup challenging team uh you know you, you as lieutenants i guess you, de- you know you default to the captain and but certainly the captain can't be expected to be doing it all the time so you know the next in line would be mark uh, uh or a guy like myself you know we'd, we'd read the dressing room and see that you know with the body language you know i could see wayne i could see in his face he was tired or i could see that mess was you know, maybe upset with something else. So that's when I take my cue to step up and speak in the dressing room. And um, uh, so we, we, I mean, we worked well with one another and it was only because we all had so much respect for one another. And it was never about, you know, I'm the guy or I'm going to be the guy that's speaking here. It was just about, hey, one of us has just got to do it. We just got to get, it's all about getting the job done. That's Kevin Lowe, the seventh Oilers skater, part of the Oilers' 80s dynasty to get into the Hockey Hall of Fame. Of course, Wayne Gretzky, the greatest player in the history of the NHL, he was stoked. He was happy that Kevin Lowe finally got in. This was really special because, and I say this with all sincerity, um, you always, uh, we always seem to look at numbers and statistics, and sometimes uh, that doesn't really add up to what a player uh, brings to a hockey club. And I'm so excited not only for Kevin and his family, uh, and it's a well-deserved honor, but it, it's also an inspiration for young kids that are playing hockey, whether it be Bantam, Midget, Junior Hockey, that each and everybody has uh, a way to contribute to the success of a hockey club. And this just gives it uh, some credence. And, you know, with Kevin going in now, I think it um, obviously uh, should and could and will inspire a uh, younger generation of players that, you don't have to be that guy that scores all the goals to be a good contributor to a hockey club. And so from that point of view, I think it's wonderful. That's uh, the great one. Wayne Gretzky joining us yesterday on Oilers Now. Now, every Thursday, Brian Burke uh, makes an appearance on Oilers Now for Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service, electrical prefabrication, and solar. Brian Burke is on the Hall of Fame committee. He had this to say on what made Kevin Lowe so special. And the word we use a lot is elite. Was the player elite in his area? 
And in Kevin's case, he was an elite defender, an elite penalty killer on six championship teams. Uh, had a major leadership role on all of them. Uh, and then had a successful career in management on international hockey. And, you know, that wouldn't matter on the player category. But this guy's done it all in hockey. But um, he's an elite defender. And it's hard for the public to grasp how a defenseman can go in with, you know, 400 points or whatever versus a guy who's got six or 700. But the difference is Kevin was an elite defender. Kevin played against the top line on every opponent they faced all those years. So he was playing against great players every night. Uh, he was nasty, a much nastier player than people remember. And uh, I'm really happy with this class. I think Kevin belongs, and I think it, it shouldn't have taken him this long to get in. It's 12-17 in Edmonton. That's Brian Burke again. Every Thursday in Oilers now for Canadian Power Pack. Bob Stoffer, Cody Jansen with you. Brendan Escott back next week. Uh, into uh, That was the Oilers Now Audio Vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Well, uh, tonight is the NHL Draft Lottery. It's at 6 p.m. It'll be on NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. And, of course, the, the backdrop, which has been going on for literally several weeks now, Hub Cities. We're with Threats to our nation waiting around every corner. Adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We're going to discuss that when we come back. Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Twenty in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Uh, you know, the show's called Oilers Now. It emanates from northern Alberta. Uh, I'm a proud Albertan. I'm a proud Canadian. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I watch with interest. I mean, we've all been educated on all of the various unique challenges that have occurred over uh, the last three-plus months with COVID-19. The Hub City has been a fascinating story for everybody that is involved. But it, it is taking some wild swings. I mean, it, Monday, Tuesday, this it, I, last Friday, as an example, Elliot Friedman came on the show and said he could see two Canadian hubs. Um, on Monday or Tuesday, everybody thought it was a slam dunk that Vancouver was one of the hubs along with Vegas. Vancouver officially announced they're out yesterday. I keep getting texts from a couple friends down in Vegas saying the numbers are skyrocketing here, man. I don't know if they can hold it here. Let's bring aboard Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. Mark, uh, what are your thoughts as the as the players are probably at some point, maybe even over the course of this weekend or Monday, Tuesday, next week, in a position where they're going to have to vote on this thing for return to play? Where would your headspace be at if you were a player looking at this objectively? Well, I think we have to maybe take a step back and and sort of put to rest this assumption that ah, the players are young and single and they all want to go to Vegas. You know, I think the wiser players in the in the, among the PA, the guys that have families, the older guys in the team, the letter-wearing guys, most of them aren't young single cats anymore. And, you know, this thing's fairly serious. Kerry Price came out the other day and spoke about, you know, his thoughts on, on resuming play. So I think that the, the PA will take a, an educated, a more educated and a deeper dive on this thing, Bob. 
than, all right, let's all go to Vegas and hit the casinos because it's pretty clear no one's going to any casinos no matter where they host this thing. Well, one of the things that's happened, uh, and this came out a couple days ago, uh, I don't know if it started yet, by, but by tonight, uh, Vegas is in a mandatory mask-wearing uh, situation wherever you go out. And that, as you know, trying to get Americans to give up their personal freedom and liberties, and some people think it's a Democrat and Republican thing, that's another conversation for another time. But the fact of the matter is that's the severity of where they're at right now. I know you and me have spoken privately about the numbers. I mean, they've got 2,700 positive tests in Nevada this week and at least 75% of those are in Vegas. Um, And now we're finding there may be a variation, uh, a coronavirus strain in Nevada may be more contagious. This is a story that moved it this morning from the ReviewJournal.com. Do you think these sort of factors have maybe swung some things uh, to, you know, theoretically to to make, make people reevaluate whether or not we should indeed be going to Vegas? Well, Bobby, I'm not ahead on much, but you know that you and I have been talking about this for a month about Vegas. And to me, Vegas is, by its very definition, right, a place that's not going to deal well with personal restriction and people acting responsibly, right? What's the what's their 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 travel Las Vegas motto is? What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. Everyone knows that. That's part of our lexicon in 2020. Vegas will draw, Bob. The guy who's sitting in, name the state, Florida, who says, honey, I don't believe in this coronavirus. I don't believe in wearing a mask, and I don't want my civil liberties trodden upon the way it's happening here in Pennsylvania, Ohio, New York. You name the state. Get in the car, honey. We're going to Vegas. (laughs) Right? That's, uh, you know, I don't want to stereotype, but that is the very person who's going to say, I got to get out of here. We're going to Vegas, honey. Let's hit the table. So I think that Vegas, if you had to come up with the three worst places in North America to gather, one of them would be in Florida where baseball's going, basketball's going, and Vegas is a top two for me. I wouldn't go near Vegas as a reporter, a traveler, a tourist, anybody for the next long while. Well, and, you know, I know a lot of people love going there during the season in a normal situation, and they do some really cool things in the building and all that, but there's no fans. Uh, And, I mean, if they have a challenge, Mark, as an example, if if air conditioning, if if there's a belief that air conditioning inside plays a factor in this, oh, man, that'd scare the hell out of me because you can't be outside all the time in 110-degree heat in the summer if they're going to be in there in August. And, I mean, I've been to Vegas in May, and I know know I'm a northern Alberta guy, and I'm used to sort of 68 to 75 during the summer. I was in there in May when it was 113 degrees when we landed. You know, I, I, it was incomprehensible to deal with. And I know lots of our listeners have been there. And you mentioned just how people, and, and they'll say, well, they're going to be able to lock it down in one hotel. I just, I, I, you know, to me, it'd be, it, it has to be concerning. Mark, what do you think of the fact that the league, we're led to believe, has tied the return-to-play vote with an extension of the CBA, which means all 31 teams vote on uh, players, and, and we're told it's going to be an individual player vote. 
All, all players from all 31 teams vote on return to play and on the extension of the CBA. But conversely, we've only got 24 teams actually returning to play. That's a pretty interesting concept and a way to do things, isn't it? Well, I'm, I'm very wary anytime now labor is creeping in and labor relations is creeping in to this situation of trying to get a season finished here. Uh, I don't, I'm not a believer that, you know, to me, that's, that's whoever wants that. I assume it's the NHL. Now you're applying leverage. You know, it's the NHL that wants these games played. So I don't get how applying CBA leverage uh, is supposed to make this happen faster. I'll tell you this, Bob, uh, the deadline's coming here, right? They got to make a call on the, on these two hub cities. They got to do it quick. It's time for the hub cities to start establishing, you know, all these protocols and get. There's a lot of work to get done. If they pick Edmonton, the Oilers organization is going to be working 24/7 until this thing opens in late July. I don't personally believe if they start involving an extension of the CBA into this, you know what happens with labor, Bob, and sports. It takes a long time. I don't think that the two can coexist uh, and get this thing off on time. I think that's foolish myself. Ten days ago, Mark, you might have thought, you know, Vegas and maybe Vancouver would have been the one-two choices out of the West. Vancouver is out. Where are we at right now? If you're a betting man, if we do indeed get back up and play, who do you think the hub cities are going to be? Final question. Well, look, Vancouver's out, and for good reason on their part. You know, they said, what happens if someone contract one of the players is a positive test? Well, you know, think this through, right? They do this contact tracing, and mm-hmm. if one player gets sick, you're going to trace it to every one of his teammates. We, uh, The league's not ready to stop a series in the middle of it. So Vancouver said we're out. We don't like the, the rules at play here. Uh, I've already told you, Bob. Uh, somebody turn on CNN for 30 seconds this morning and you'll see almost every state it's soaring coronavirus in the United States I wouldn't go near Vegas so you know in this ever-changing landscape that you and I talk about every Tuesday uh, I gotta think Edmonton's looking awfully strong right now to be a hub city Mark uh, we'll talk on Tuesday we'll see if we have a resolution by that point have a great weekend (laughs) thanks Bobby you bet. Uh, for the horses and horse racing, Alberta, we'll let you know that uh, I'm led to believe shortly uh, Century Mile will uh, reopen to take in, uh, uh, allow you to, to go there and, and watch the races. Uh, we'll have more information coming up in the next couple of weeks. It is 1228 in Edmonton, off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. And when we come back, uh, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.